Many of us have to take a deep breath before we think about what's going on in America today. And how we got here. And perhaps this was inevitable anyway. Because this country has been fighting about race and racial equality since its inception. When the whites ran off the Native Americans off their land and claimed it as their own and continued to lie to the Native Americans about what they were going to do with their land and how they was going to parcel it off to white America and give them a small portion of it. This country is predicated on lies. And I don't have to be the, the bearer of that truth. Just ask any Native American. Just ask any. Japanese American. Ask any historian that's worth his weight in gold. So many things have gone on throughout this United States of America. And America is supposed to be the leader in democracy, racial equality, and the list goes on. But we are not. We are somewhat hypocritical to our oath of office. That country is first. People are first. And that we live in, in a democracy where we share ideas, we discuss, we have words, and we toss those words back and forth. We are not doing that now. And we haven't done that for a long time, despite having the first black president and now the first black vice president. We continue to skate around the truth when it comes to law enforcement in this country. We continue to hide behind 
the shields of, of virtue. We are not doing a good job. And we can't be doing a good job when we elect a president such as Donald Trump and watch him break every laws and racially do what he what white people do. And that's that we're not going to put all white people in the same boat. But they share the same blame. In many cases, when there's a crime committed, all you have to be is complicit in the crime. If it's a fatal accident and you're in the car, and you don't share what you saw, you are complicit in that person being killed. If you're in a room and somebody got shot, and you do nothing, you are complicit from the rule of law. So we get from the 1800s to 2020, 20. And we hear grappling, grappling with the ideas that reconstruction, our constitution, The laws of the U.S. really don't mean nothing. It only benefits the white. And I'm not saying all whites. It benefits the powerful whites. The powerful CEOs like Mark Zuckerberg, powerful CEOs like Jeff Bezos and the list goes on because they could do more in a society that is run by them that 1% and that 1% they have built their legacies, their, their financial empire on the backs of the other 10%, of the other 90%. There we have approximately 33% of blacks that are low wages, underserved, but yet take up 67% of the marketplace. 
women have not had the luxury of being counted in America the way we should count our women. But it goes beyond that. It goes, it's all about color in the United States. Whether you're a minority young person or minority older person, it's all about color. And color brings about greed. Because 10 years ago, no, 11, 12 years ago, they talked about, the conversation was about infusing more African-Americans and people of color into corporate America. That was 12 years ago. These corporations have just provided lip service. Lip service to a that 90%, 60%, 67% of those are low wages and poor people. That will never get the shoestrings to lift themselves up. That will never be a part of that middle class, so they say. Many people that live in this world are disenfranchised. White people, black people, disenfranchised. But the disenfranchised whites, they have another idea of being of being disenfranchised. They feel that the disenfranchised, they're being disenfranchised by minorities in this country, which is not true. They're being disenfranchised by their own white counterparts that are rich, that have, that own these CEOs that, 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 run these corporations. They don't care no more about you than they care about black people. But you have led to believe that this is your country. And this country has let you down and it's because of minorities and our political process. Now, some of that is true. Our political process has disenfranchised so many people. They have led to people losing their houses. In the 2008-2009 crisis, their bank accounts, monies from their 401k. These are politicians, Democrats and Republicans now. These are politicians that ran these laws. These are hedge funds managers that paid these politicians to vote in their favor. 
I just recently got a copy of the bills, congressional bills. And I wanted to find out in those bills what is actually in it. And because you are dealing with five hundred, sometimes six thousand pages, you can't think about, or you can't fathom going through each page by page. You might want to, but there is not enough. There's not enough daytime. There's not enough nighttime to read everything and understand it. Because again, 116 and I think 69 I have it somewhere here. But these bills are the appropriation bills that have a lot of pork in them. From what I read, there's so much pork in it, you can put your barbecue sauce on it. We are losing, and we have lost our way in America with the insurrection on the Capitol grounds, and where politicians won't call it what it is, especially Republicans, domestic terrorism. But as I said in my article, recent article, national terrorism, domestic terrorism in America, that we know that if those were black and brown people, we would be calling it domestic terrorism. Race is extremely bad in this country. Bigotry, discrimination, and it's gotten worse. President Biden-elect and Kamala Harris, vice president, they can do a lot of good to change, to turn this country around. But they have to use they have to use their strength. It's Ruth U. Young Watts. She was a politician. And she says, and I quote, I always felt my value 
to the committee was gone when I played politics. That's profound. That is a profound statement. Because when you play politics, you never get nothing done. You are handicapped. You are not able to do any good. Many politicians are there not to do the will of the people, but to do their own will. Not to be someone that loves and wants to do right by their constituents, but to benefit this themselves. So many blacks, so many people have said that, you know, blacks need to. Minorities need to, you know, help help whites understand. I was watching Joy Reid the other day, and she said something very profound as well. If you got a pulse, you don't need to, you don't need to be told what's right and wrong. You just don't need it. So I say, we need to be committed to keeping America together. Despite some of our radical and unhinged ideas, we really need to keep it. And our politicians, if they can't serve, they need to leave today. If they can't do what's right, they need to leave today. To end you with this prelude. If you don't feel good about yourself at the end of the day, and you're in Congress, really feel good about yourself and that you've done everything you could to make America the people's country. You need to leave.